The Sky News Centre at 11. It now doesn't look like there'll be a review of fines given to families who breached lockdown to give childcare, despite comments from the Health Secretary. Earlier, Matt Hancock suggested they could be looked at after Dominic Cummings revealed 260 miles to Durham with his son in March. Our deputy political editor, Sam Coates, says his team have since tried to clarify what he meant. That there was no such thing as a formal review underway, whatever you might have heard uh, or thought you heard the um, health secretary indicate. Uh, and he simply was saying that he'd look at the question, uh, but the steer from government now is that there will be no change. Labour's shadow home secretary says it's incredibly dangerous for there to be one rule for the most powerful people in government and another for the rest of us. Nick Thomas-Simmons has been responding to the decision not to review those fixed penalty notices. Well, meanwhile, pressure's mounting on the Prime Minister, with more than 30 Conservative MPs calling on him to get rid of his top adviser. Durham police also say officers are examining information after complaints from members of the public about Dominic Cummings. An antiviral drug, Remdesivir, which is normally used to treat Ebola, is being made available to coronavirus patients on the NHS. Studies show it can reduce COVID-19 recovery times. Health Secretary Matt Hancock says the drug will be offered to selected patients in hospital. We'll be prioritising the use of this treatment where it will provide the greatest benefit. This is probably the biggest step forward in the treatment of coronavirus since the crisis began. The government signed contracts to manufacture two billion personal protective equipment items in the UK. It's also agreed international deals with over 100 suppliers. And as the pandemic continues, 21 of the world's biggest film festivals are coming together for an online event. We Are One, backed by Cannes, Venice and Sundance, will take place on YouTube. That's the latest. I'm Daryl Jackson.
105 to 107 FM. This is Merns FM.
Your music, your radio, Merns FM.
costs £119 a tonne to dispose of what we put in our black bins and only £29 a tonne to dispose of what we put in the blue ones. At present, 30% of what appears in the black bins is food waste, which will go to composting if we use our green bins. So let's all do our best to recycle as much as possible to save money for those important services. And more importantly, help to avoid spoiling our environment. Let's be green in Aberdeenshire. Do you need to get from A to B stress-free? Then Denota Taxis can help you do that. With cars available to carry six people, they have special rates to Aberdeen and the airport. They are local cars for the local community. Call them on 01569 760 539 or mobile 0754 755 0601. Go on, give them a call. You know it makes sense. Donota Taxis, here for you. Looking to promote your business? Why not look into advertising and sponsorship with Merns FM? A variety of affordable packages are available for both sponsoring a show and advertising. To inquire... 
call on 01569 766 406 or email sales at mernsfm.org.uk. With the radio, you're always on the front page. The best music and chat 24 hours a day. From mountain to sea, the very best of Scotland is on Mearns FM. Show me who you are Don't need no fancy cars To put down your credit cards Kisses are better than caviar Baby, you hit the mark And it's so damn good When you're on my body Kissing me like you should Until I said don't stop it Never felt so damn good So when you're on my body Look the views Making me think You're my new favorite I'm gonna try them all Cause it's so damn good When you're on my body Kissing me like you should Until I said don't stop it Never felt so damn good So when you're on my body Look of yours Making me think You're my new favorite Beautiful to 
News Hub, I'm John Francis. Dominic Cummings' actions continue to dominate the COVID-19 headlines. Several MPs are calling for him to go, but the Health Secretary defends him as one junior minister quits. A new drug to help the treatment of coronavirus is announced, and the daily death count in Northern Ireland drops to zero. Good evening. Health Secretary Matt Hancock's defended the actions of Dominic Cummings. That's despite a group of Conservative MPs calling for the Prime Minister's chief advisor to resign after a trip to Durham and back during the lockdown. But Mr Hancock says Mr Cummings did nothing wrong. Mr Cummings has set out all of the details in uh, quite extensive detail yesterday uh, and then invited questions on it. Uh, my view is that what he did was within the guidelines uh, I can understand why reasonable people can take a different view, but my judgment, which is the same as the Prime Minister's judgment, is that um, what my, Mr Cummings did was within the guidelines. Um, after all, the guidelines uh, allow for exceptional circumstances, particularly with regard to childcare, uh, and um, if you are, and, and, and we've stated before, that if you're unable to look after a small child, that is an exceptional circumstance. Um, so I think that within the guidelines, uh, uh, Mr Cummings acted. The defence of Dominic Cummings came on the day Matt Hancock announced a new clinical trial of the drug Remdesivir to help with the treatment of coronavirus. This is probably the biggest step forward in the treatment of coronavirus since the crisis began. These are very early steps, but we're determined to support the science and back the projects that show promise. But it's the row over Dominic Cummings which continues to dominate. It's even led to a first resignation today with junior Conservative Scotland Minister Douglas Ross stepping down. Scotland's First Minister Nicola Sturgeon's given her backing to the decision. Fair play to Douglas Ross. I think like the uh, what I would suspect is the majority of the population 
uh, he believes that uh, Dominic Cummings' actions were were not acceptable uh, and that the handling of that and the retrospective rewriting of the rules to try and uh, somehow justify it is, is not acceptable either and I, I, I think he's taken the principled uh, position of uh, resigning uh, from the UK government and uh, we'll see whether uh, others uh, decide to follow suit. I, I've, I've had my say on Dominic Cummings, I, I don't intend to say very much more about it. My, my views are well known. Uh, my focus right now, as it has been for the past couple of months, is on continuing to, to tackle this crisis. And, you know, things like uh, Test and Protect that I've been talking about today are massive, massive pieces of work for any government. And uh, my job is to stay uh, focused on all of that. Well, after visiting Durham, Mr Cummings went to the outskirts of the town of Barnard Castle to check his eyesight. It was good enough for him to drive back to London, having felt unwell. The Labour MP for the city of Durham is Mary Foy. She's told us her constituents feel let down by what's happened as they stick to the government guidelines. Yes, that's exactly how many people are feeling. You know, I've got stories of, from some constituents who um, have their parents have uh, died in a care home and they haven't been able to see them in the last hours. There are um, some parents who they know that the best people to look after their children when they were ill would be the, the grandparents, but they've, they've stuck by the rules. They've stayed at home um, and looked after them themselves. Um, and, you know, I know that these rules have been the very stringent measures and people are now, um, the, in the main, they've, they've adhered to these rules. And I've been speaking to the police and the local authority on a weekly basis and everybody's been so pleased at, at the way that um, the general public have stuck by these rules because I think they know that it's more than just about themselves and this is this is about saving lives and it's about it's about solidarity and about the, the common good and people in the main have been um, adhering to the rules under um, some really difficult circumstances. Local Labour MPs and the local authority um, and the police um, all agreed with the message that was um, put out to us over the last few months. Um, although there are still a lot of questions about the, the lateness of the lockdown and the lack of PPE, um, in the main we, we agreed with the message and um, for someone in such a high profile position to have total disregard for the rules um, could potentially undermine the whole of the public health message and potentially lead to um, a, a second wave of the virus. So what about the public's view? We spoke to Catherine DePruda from Leeds, who was unable to properly mourn her father after his death from COVID-19. She gives her thoughts on the actions of the government's chief advisor. It's like a kick in the teeth. Um, you know, uh, my husband and I are both self-employed. Um, we've lost probably about 80% of our income. Um, but we're continuing to stick with the lockdown because we know what's at risk. We know how deadly the virus is and that it, it can kill anybody, not just people who are over 70 or have got underlying health conditions. It's taking health fit and healthy younger people too. Um, and unfortunately, we've learned that the really hard way. So we won't be going anywhere until uh, we're confident that we're not putting anybody else at risk um, and that, you know, our, our family are not at risk either. Um, so to see uh, a government um, official um, flouting the rules so brazenly, um, it, it's, it, it just, it's so insulting to... Um, uh, to our loss and the sacrifices that we've made. It shows a, an absolute lack of respect um, for people who've lost a loved one. Um, and for everybody else that's adhering to the lockdown, even if they haven't lost somebody, people who may have lost a job or, you know, uh, sacrificed their income. Um, it, it's, it's a complete lack of respect for all of us. Let's round up some of the other coronavirus headlines. And no deaths with coronavirus in Northern Ireland have been reported today. It's the first time since the pandemic took hold in late March that the daily figure's been zero. John Lewis and Greggs have announced phased reopening of their stalls. And J.K. Rowling has announced she's publishing a standalone fairy tale called The Ichabog and has published it for free online for children in lockdown. Still to come tonight, there's finally a boost for the retail sector. Or is there... And we're with an England fast bowler who's training alone. More in a moment.
It's time for some truth. Time to settle once and for all that nagging doubt about whether you've been missold. If you've lost money on a stocks and shares ISA or investment bond sold by a bank as a claims management company, Goodwin Barrett could get to the truth and deliver you compensation. You could do all this yourself and refer to the financial ombudsman for free, but there are so many other things you may want to do with your time. So text LOST to 78900. That's LOST to 78900. Time for some truth. Next tonight, some better news for the retail industry. Following the government announcement, all shops can reopen from June the 15th if they meet strict guidelines to protect shoppers and workers. We've spoken to Andrew Goodacre, the CEO of the British Independent Retailers Association. He says businesses face a huge task to be ready to be open in a few weeks' time, and even when they do, social distancing could then still affect profits. We are seeing in Europe that trade, um, where they have transitioned away from lockdown, the footfall is, is considerably lower, probably about 30 or 40 percent of what you might normally expect. A, a retail business of any size probably needs 50 to 60 percent of its pre-COVID-19 business levels in order to, to break even. Um, and it may take some time before we get there. And that is why we've been pushing for the extended furlough scheme. It's why we've been asking about support for rental arrangements as they become due, because um, with reduced turnover, reduced profits, those retail businesses will need support uh, central support to keep themselves going until normal business uh, returns. Social distancing in the retail environment is incredibly difficult and will be compromised um, as people walk around a shop and, and cross each other's paths. So it's really important that the retailers make sure that there's plenty of hand sanitizer, that the, the shops are cleaned on a more regular basis, the products are cleaned. To the latest from the world of sports, and some bowlers have been returning to training ahead of a start to the season later in the summer. The target for the England and Wales cricket board is possibly July to get the campaign up and running. The bowlers have been forced to train alone, including England seamer Chris Wokes. It's been two months since the last, the last bowled. Um, yeah, it was, it was nice to just be back in the middle. Um, as I said, albeit all a little bit different, but... It was nice to be back in the middle and, um, yeah, a little bit sore. But, uh, no, it's okay. Body actually is, is not too bad. But obviously, having not bowled for two months, there's a few things which are sore sides, certainly. Yeah, nice to, to be back out there. Um, that will be obviously very different. But at the same time, it would be nice to have some cricket and um, some form of normality. So, um, hopefully, we can get some games. What that schedule exactly looked like, um, we don't, I suppose, really know. But... Um, yeah, hopeful that we can get some cricket. Um, I think for, for everyone, it'll be a bit of a boost and obviously it'll be a boost for the game. A reminder of tonight's top stories. Dominic Cummings' actions continue to dominate the headlines. Several MPs are calling for him to go, but the Health Secretary defends him. A new drug to help the treatment of coronavirus is announced and the daily death count in Northern Ireland drops to zero. That's the latest your voice, on our your music, your radio, Moans FM. Are you living with dementia or support someone with dementia? Alzheimer's Scotland is still here to support you by offering support and advice. You can phone us on 01224 644 077. We also have a local Facebook page called Alzheimer's Scotland, Aberdeen and Aberdeenshire for up-to-date information. If you're looking for some inspiration, we have people doing amazing things to fundraise for us through our Virtually Anything is Possible challenge. And please remember our 24-hour dementia helpline is free to call at any time on 0808 808 3000. Find all this information on the Alzheimer's Scotland website. In these difficult times, many businesses are very much open for business and still need to communicate with their customers. Radio can help. With the radio, it's business as usual, even when it's not business as usual. Get your message across to your customers in the Mearns by calling 01569 766 406 or emailing sales at mearnsfm.org.uk. Radio advertising, it works. And coming soon to Port Lethen on 105.1 FM and on DAB Digital Radio across the northeast of Scotland. Keep up to date with Merns FM via social media. Follow us on Facebook, Merns FM, Twitter, at Merns FM, and Instagram, Merns FM. 
Follow us across all platforms now for show and station news and community updates. Your voice, your, voice, your, music, your music, your radio, Mearns FM. You can contact Mearns FM by calling 01569 778 350, text 0787 105 2107 or email us studio at mearnsfm.org.uk. You can also write to us at Mearns FM, Town Hall, Allardyce Street, Stonehaven, AB 392BU. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter too.
From the Sky News Centre at midnight, the Health Secretary says he'll speak to the Treasury about whether fines imposed on families travelling for childcare purposes during lockdown